Salam Radio Show acknowledges that the land from which we're broadcasting is the land of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. The colonial project is ongoing and continues to disenfranchise First Nation people. I recognize that sovereignty has never been ceded and like to pay my respect to elders past, present and emerging. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Salam Radio. Salam everyone, you're listening to Salam Radio on 8.55 a.m. And today we have a really special episode. I am super honored to welcome back Blood of a Pomegranate onto Salam. Hello, Salam. <laughs> or Barev. G'day. Barev. Because I guess Barev, uh, Armenian. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so for today's episode, we'll be. It's a pretty multifaceted episode, I guess. Where um, it's a promo for a fundraiser that Tig and I have been organizing uh, for for um, the the ethnic cleansing happening in Artsakh, uh, which has really flown under the radar, given and you know naturally. And understandably, a lot of people are, are, you know, looking at Palestine and the media tensions derived there. But uh, what we're seeing in Artsakh now is a literal genocide. The Azerbaijani government has actually learned <laughs> from the, the Israeli government. So, um, and of course, the Israeli government has um, supplied Azerbaijan very well. Um, it happened you know <laughs> less than two months ago so yeah but the um it, it didn't happen in one go it actually mm. started 10 months prior because um basically there was a, a blockade of the only road that connects armenia to artsakh mm. um and for the listeners who don't know artsakh is a uh, armenia and artsakh are um a region in the caucasus very small um landlock uh, region in the Caucasus, which is basically West Asia, yeah, um, a very mountainous um, area. Uh, Artsakh is a place where Armenians have existed for um, over five thousand years continuously. Mm. It's um, we are indigenous to that region, and um, for the first time in five thousand years, there's no Armenians in Artsakh anymore. Um, and yeah, the the blockade actually started ten months before the ethnic cleansing itself, mm. where they blockaded the um, the only road that connects Armenia to Artsakh, which is basically a lifeline. Um, and they cut gas and electricity, um, uh, basically a throwback to the um, the days of the Black Winter, we call mm. it. Um, the yeah, like when the Soviet Union fell, everyone basically in post-Soviet countries. Uh, didn't have gas or electricity for more mm. than like an hour or two hours a day. Um, yeah, so it was kind of like a weaponization of the trauma of the Black Winters. Mm. Um, and yeah, uh, people started starving to death because Azerbaijan was just like indiscriminately like shooting at farmers mm. or um, kidnapping people out of ambulances, um, kidnapping civilians in general. Uh, and yeah, when people started starving to death, um, that's when they started bombing. And um, yeah, because there was no electricity at the time. So like no one could film what was going on. Um, and yeah, uh, over 100,000 Armenians um, have now been 
removed from their homes and are refugees in Armenia and surrounding countries. And um, they're in a lot of strife because Armenia doesn't have a lot of money. Armenia is a tiny nation. There's like only three million population. Um, It's already struggling with refugees from Ukraine and Russia, Mm. um, let alone all these new refugees. And Iranians. There's a lot of Iranians there. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah, true. Um, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. And I mean, that's one thing I do tell lots of Iranian friends is that, look, like Armenia is a refuge right now for a lot of Iranians. So um, we have to (laughs) we have to step up also. Yeah. And so what can you tell us about the the charity, the that will be um, that the fundraiser is directed to. Yeah, so um, yeah, we're doing a fundraiser on the twenty sixth of November. Mm-hmm. It's um, basically myself, Jahan, <laughs> and uh, the the Feminista Collective. Yeah, well, um, they're helping, but yeah, it's it's mostly yeah. Yeah, um, it's very grassroots. Like mm-hmm. um, none of us get paid to do what we do. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, we're all putting a lot of money into this. Um, like a lot of money and time and stress to mm. put this thing together, but it's um, stunning what is actually being organized here because, like, a lot of people have stepped up. I mean, most people just sort of, like, shut off when it happened. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, typical, uh, you know, white Westerner reaction of just, like, Lefties oh, the, uh, <laughs> the ethnic immigrant is uh, having problems in their homeland. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, let's be hypocrites, call ourselves leftists, anarchists, Marxists, and then just drop off the fucking radar, hey? Yeah, um, exactly. But then as, there were some people that saw that that was happening and actually stepped up, which hasn't yeah. happened before um, for me, I, yeah. I feel. Like, I mean, like, we did this last year, me and you. Mm, yeah, we um, did the fundraiser. That was, like, just me, you, and, like, a tiny group of people. Mm. Um, this is a bit bigger now. Yeah. Like, um, so, yeah, we're going to be raising money for a charity organization called... Um, all for Armenia, and that's a that's a charity that focuses on um, giving Artsakhti refu- refugees um, food, shelter, and clothing. Um, so those are the primary needs of the refugees at the moment, and that's what we're focusing on. Yeah, I mean, um, and so I guess it's important to know, like for the fundraiser, we have so much going on for it, like. Yeah. There's going to be um, food, of course, um, like a really great like Armenian menu will be is being prepared. Uh, we have a lot of art auctions, like people donating local artists and international artists donating art. There'll be a raffle uh, with yeah, like cute small prizes. Um, I have one friend, hairdresser friend, Taz. Shout out to Taz. We'll be giving free haircuts as a raffle prize. Yeah. <laughs> um, but of course, I guess like um, one big reason why we're here is we have as a special noise compilation. Yeah. So um, one of the things that happened was a bunch of musicians wanted to uh, donate music because that's what they do, um, mm. and they've got you know a bit of reach, and they want to sort of help with that. And uh, it ended up actually at first it was going to be I was just going to drop a tape single and there was only mm. going to be one copy of the tape and we're going to like sort of like wow. prize gouge fight you know over I mean? it yeah <laughs> oh god um, but then like so many people so many musicians were like I don't have any money to give but like mm. I can give you a song yeah um, so it ended up, ended up being like a whole compilation tape um, I do have a new song on it um, my project is Blood of a Pomegranate mm. um, it's yeah. Uh, Armenian uh, martial industrial noise uh, and folk music kind of jammed together into this 
horrible machine. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, <laughs> I keep saying it, but I, I mean, I'm such a lot of a pomegranate fanboy. But oh my god, it's like if AI created the perfect genre of music <laughs> for me, like, like yeah, I mean, maybe this it's is a style. out as an AI, actually. <laughs> I've been completely manufactured from start to finish. That's why it's Marshall Industrial. You know? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> anyway, um, well, uh, I thought um, I thought what we could do for the show is play each song by each artist um, yeah. and, and kind of go through it. And, um, yeah, we, we can talk about it. I think, uh, obviously, the, the, it's coming out on cassette. Yes. So the listening experience is quite different because, well, like, a cassette is quite, you know, I, I feel it's very fluid like yeah you don't have the option of um properly skipping a track yeah totally uh it's, it's just a huge pain in the ass to do that so like, <laughs> you have to actually listen to it or yeah um so this is a bit of a like a diet coke version of the, the <laughs> of the tape we'll be listening to true like um, these are the tape masters though mm. um oh yeah i didn't mean sonic clear yeah just, right 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 yeah yeah because yeah. we're gonna be you know stopping. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah true um, yeah, so the first track we're going to listen to is a song by a wonderful musician um, whose uh, music uh, project is called Caustic Grip. Mm-hmm. Um, my very dear friend, Scarlett, um, she's the drummer of Diploid as well. Um, yeah. A lot of people might know her from that. But um, Caustic Grip is her EBM project, her solo EBM project, mm-hmm. which is woefully un- underappreciated because um, it's incredible music. I don't know why she doesn't have more reach. She's trans. She's indigenous. Mm. Her music rules. Um, I don't know. Um, Anyway, let's play. Yeah, I'm I'm so excited for, yeah. So it's Caustic Grip. Thank you. 
And that was Caustic Grip. What was the song name? Uh, yeah, so that song was Gotta Go Fast by Caustic Grip. Yeah. Um, the musical alias of um, Scarlet Shred. Um, yeah, beautiful EVM. Um, she's a very dear friend of mine, and I'm very honored to have, you know, been gifted this um, yeah. for, you know, our struggle. You know, um, it's just cool as hell that, she, you know, like having like, uh, pan indigenous solidarity mm. is just based like yeah, exactly. so sick yeah like, like yeah um i want to build like way more of that sort of stuff you know so i guess um and for those of you who just tuned in uh um oh, this is solemn radio on eight fifty five a.m and today we've invited blood of a pomegranate aka tig to come and talk to us about a fundraiser that uh, they're organizing and yeah, I'm organizing too. <laughs> um, yeah, I think you're doing more than me at this point. I mean, like I'm doing the music side of things. You're doing like the like uh, the grunt work, like the admin. I, I'm happy doing it. Look, I'm I'm uh, I'd probably be doing the music stuff, but yeah. <laughs> next time, next time. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. So um, a fundraiser that's happening at Shop Bound Yop in Brunswick on um, Victoria Street, uh, an amazing place. Uh, for those of you who don't know about Shop Bound Yop, look it up now. Come to the fundraiser. It's, uh, what can we say? It's like a, a Vietnamese restaurant slash community center. Yeah. Um, amazing fundraising work that, uh, well, I feel like Nyop, like, like she does a lot of her own stuff there. And yeah. I mean, she's got that free uh, food in the fridge. Yeah, like, the community almost fridge. Almost all the time, you know, like the community fridge, you know, people just can, like, it's on the street. So yeah. like, people can walk past it and just open up and just grab a meal for themselves. And it's, really good food exactly she makes she's an incredible cook um very passionate um yeah very radical oh yeah she's like like one of the coolest people i've ever met Mm. and like so wholesome yes (laughs) that's that's the and i know that's she loves being called wholesome she's very wholesome and she's not a puritan Mm. you know like i love this about her like she's very understanding and like welcoming and accepting and like but she's not she's staunch as hell yeah like yeah, it's cool. Yeah, um, huge shout out to Nyop and um, uh, well, when, when we did the, the fundraiser last year uh, for Armenia, um, she was amazing. The, yeah, the, she quickly learned, you know, like extremely welcoming of, of like learning how to cook Armenian food yeah. in in a day. Um, yeah, and even improvising on the fly when things went wrong. In exactly. The kitchen, like yeah um coming up with like really ingenious ways of like you know pulling things together that are falling apart you know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly well for yeah so for the fundraiser last year we i think i'm maybe the main culprit we, we just like i wanted to make every dish i liked <laughs> so we just had like every Armenian dish i liked so we just had like um a whole restaurant menu worth of food yeah, yeah. Made by non-chefs, yeah. except for Nyop, right? Oh, no, except for Nyop and Garin. Yeah. Garin was, um, uh, she's a very good cook. Mm. Um, yeah, another uh, Armenian, mm. uh, Armenian, Australian, uh, or living in, in Australia, mm-hmm. uh, cook. Absolutely amazing cook. Yeah. That was some of the best food I've ever had in my yeah, life. Was I believe it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so come to the fundraiser on the 26th of uh, November, so next week. Um, we'll be having the food will be very good it's um i've been we've been spending a long time kind of preparing it making sure it's good making sure it's easy to make but also delicious and also unique like mm-hmm. no one really knows what armenian food is here yeah. um like 
sometimes it sucks where you have to explain it through like lenses like oh like yeah it, it's like an armenian version of, of this turkish dish or yeah this, you know, exactly blah, blah, blah. yeah yeah um, you have to always like compare it to the more well-known neighbors yeah um even though armenians like should be much better known right like mm. they've got like first of all the most famous people in the world the kardashians <laughs> <laughs> they're armenian i mean like they're the, i was they're wondering when we'd mention them i know uh, <laughs> no they're the, they're the worst of the lot but like um, they are the most famous people in the world the better famous armenians are a system of a down i think of course, but then yeah. that comes with an asterisk as well lately because um <laughs> yeah like system of a down like you know they've been like radical as hell like you know mm. like they've got like prison song you know starts the toxic yeah. album and it's straight up just like it's like a it's like a, he's like screaming out a pamphlet i know like yeah it's like they have an example of just prison a... yeah <laughs> um so yeah that's a lot better but yeah like um the drummer is now a trump supporter which yeah that was really like it's so weird how um because like um him and um serge the lead singer of system of down they're like brothers-in-law yeah like yeah, yeah. They're, they're married to uh, a pair of sisters a pair yeah. is that right <laughs> to um and it's crazy because serge is still like the most kind of like outspoken politically mm-hmm um and yeah the, the drummer is kind of like a weird mm. uh anyway i think that yeah john was just never that switched on yeah he always mean, seemed like, to be he was yeah like, uh he was just okay I, I, what, what drum do you, be, do you want me to yeah. play you guys do your thing out there <laughs> i hit loud yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> even on the band photos he always looks like on the side yeah, of things yeah. like yeah. like um probably just a bit shy hey? yeah there's uh, a lot of small man syndromes uh in like the the far right you know what i mean mm. like people just like really wanting to like prove themselves you know like be like yeah. how look how mask i am but then they're like supporting the so like like far right ideology is like so like we're all about strength we hate weakness it's all about strength and like mm. loyalty and all this sort of stuff and it's like that's not strength like yeah. you're not strong like if you can't like I don't know, like, if you can't overcome something horrific, you know, you're not really that strong. Like, the strongest people are the ones that have, like, survived some of the hecticest stuff and have, like, come out, like, actually, like, acting in solidarity with, you know, other people who have, like, experienced similar things. But, like, then you just get these kind of privileged people that are just, like... Yeah, you know, like, I feel like people don't respect me enough, so I'm going to be far right. (laughs) Anyway, um, oh, I thought no, 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 no. Um, man, I'm I'm here for system of a down, like right, shit yeah, yeah, talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, okay. Well, I guess um, we sh- let's play another track from the compilation. Yeah. Um. So this what's is the, coming next. Sorry. What, what what songs next? Oh yeah. Um. So we've got a song called "Engage Clutch Accelerate and Break." Mm-hmm. Um. By uh another dear friend, uh, pathological function. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah uh the amazing this is a kind of like a a glitchy uh breakcore kind of a thing i yeah. guess um and, and it's a reference you, you yeah, yeah so um uh november told me that there's a reference to it about um the tank man in um from the Tiananmen square uh massacre where um in case people don't know like when um uh, uh when there were big like pro democracy marches in china uh, in the 90s um, there's a famous scene that went viral before the internet was around but uh, you see a single protester uh, blocking a tank from marching into the square 
and the tank tries to go left he goes left the tank tries to go right he goes right and so it's like this little battle of just one guy um blocking a tank from entering and, and just running over and massacring um uh the the protesters so um it's a really powerful image and so yeah i was when um when november told me about this reference i was uh, yeah <laughs> i was uh, really happy it's, yeah it's cool a, so this a is a universal image yeah yeah engage clutch accelerate break by pathological function
And that track was um, Caustic. No, who was it? That was Pathological yeah. Function. So the name of the track is Engage, Clutch, Accelerate, and Break. Yeah. Um, and that's, yeah, by Pathological Function. Mm. Local, um, glitchy, breakcore genius. <laughs> mm, yeah, absolutely amazing. Great yeah. track. And for those of you just tuning in, this is Salam Radio on 8.55 a.m. And we are listening to tracks that are going to appear on the compilation Noise for Artsakh. N-O-I-Z, <laughs> um, uh, which is being released on the 26th of November as part of a fundraiser that we're, um, well, Blood of the Pomegranate is organizing for Artsakhi refugees uh, who have just, um, who have been, yeah, uh, ethnically cleansed from Artsakh by the Republic of Azerbaijan. Yeah, but you know, when we say republic, it's it's really a fascist dictatorship, um, a, a hereditary dictatorship. Um, like this is like, I mean, like yeah, we still say People's Republic of China, even though I know, yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Worry. It's it's so annoying because yeah. like it it really obscures the reality of what's actually going on here. Mm. Like, um, but yeah, like it, like Artsakh was a. Um, a nascent uh, liberal democracy. Yeah. Um, it had like quite a high um, freedom in- index for the region. Yeah, um, Armenia has like the highest in the region, I think. Um, and Artsakh was like um, second to it. Yeah. Maybe Georgia has like. Well, Georgia's had huge problems recently. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, I'm not sure. But I mean, yeah. look, when you're surrounded by Iran, Turkey, and Azerbaijan. Yeah, like, and Russia. <laughs> yeah. Like, what, what can you do? You've got all these dictatorships yeah. around you, like, you know. <laughs> Um, There's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Tiny de- democracies. Mm. Tiny. Like, the geography of these places are fucking small. Yeah. And, you know, really cramped up with the mountains. I mean, I love, like, yeah. the Caucasian mountains. But, yeah, it, it, it makes you feel small in a way. I don't know. Yeah, like, sure. <laughs> um, But, yeah, so, so please come on down. 26th of November uh, will be lots of Armenian food, art. Um, well, art from lots of different artists, Armenian and art. <laughs> yeah, the art is actually incredible. Like, mm. so we've decided to kind of like have auctions and a raffle. So like, it's yeah. going to kind of like partition the items that are going to be um, sold yeah. uh, or you know used as fundraising material. Um, and the art that's going to be auctioned is like really, really high quality. Mm. Like, there's like local artists and artists from abroad. Um, we do have like some beautiful art from people like all over the world. Yeah, no, <laughs> um, absolutely amazing stuff. Yeah, uh, and some of these artists are quite well known, like yeah. quite respected. Um, and it's not just art; it's also like um, clothing and accessories and jewelry and. Um, even like uh, homemade like gourmet chocolates. Do you know? Yeah. What I mean? like, oh, and we've got some like uh, I think it's going to be a raffle, but like the, um, some gourmet tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gourmet, but that like, was cool. absolutely yeah. amazing. Um, yeah, that was like a local like radical. Yeah, it's um, like a new. It, they seem to be pretty new. Yeah. Um, like a queer radical. Um, tea uh, producers yeah. and they make lip what's bomb? the word? It's like a pock. Uh, 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 yeah, I never yeah. know how to say it. In, I, I keep forgetting that word. Yeah. Um, uh, Basically, just not pharmacy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to, trying to. Um, no, I mean, it's, it's. Um, like, I don't know if I'm falling for the meme of um, like Iranian claiming everything is Iranian, but I think like the the term apothecary comes from like Farsi, and it's like meaning, yeah, like, kind of. I don't know, like a mystical. 
a pharmacy or healing place. Yeah, totally. Um, so yeah, I'm not a hundred percent. Yeah, don't quote me on that. I'm not trying to be that meme. <laughs> but yeah, so it's radical. Um, R A D I C L E, radical. Um, community apothecary. Apothecary. Uh, I really recommend to follow them. Uh, they've they were extremely. They 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 dropped off all the stuff to me yeah. so quickly, so professionally. Mm. Um, and yeah, I haven't been able to sp- like. You can only get a whiff of the tea. Yeah. But um, yeah, really check them out on Instagram. Um, yeah, really high quality stuff. Yeah. Like yeah, unparalleled like, sort of stuff, you know. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's why I kind of yeah, I love the like you know local community here. It's like, totally. like shit like this. Uh, yeah, it's, it's popping off a bit more. Like mm. it's like more like radical things are sort of like appearing around the place, which is really cool to see. Because yeah. yeah, like when I left Melbourne or Nam, like. Mm. Um, like, because I, I went to live in Europe for like a year and a half and like, there was just like nothing going on. And when I came back, there was so many things happening. Like yeah. Catalyst opened up, you know, like, oh, yeah. um, there's all these like, yeah, Banyop, yeah. And like, um, yeah, like all these like radical collectives, like the anarchists are actually getting their shit together, which is yeah. dope as hell. Like, that's what I was like trying to get away from, you know, I was like, oh, like, yeah, I just want to do stuff and no one's wanting to do anything, you know? <laughs> when, 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 um. When, when Bay says, oh, I can change, and they actually do change. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You love to see it. Like, yeah. <laughs> finally. But, um, yeah, I thought uh, let's, um, we can play another track from the yeah. compilation. Well, the next one is actually my track. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Ooh, well. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, Our God is Nemesis mm. is the name of this track. Um, so I want to, like, preface this by saying that, like, Blood of a Pomegranate has been like uh, exclusively um, sung in the Armenian language mm. up until now. Um, so, I mean, when it first started, it was like I was just doing like, I, I think like the first two years was like I just played at like Genocide Remembrance Day, mm. um, like April 24th at just like random places um, to like uh, kind of like I wasn't really confident in what I was mm. doing at the time. Um and also I just didn't know how it would go, you know, yeah. like um, doing this sort of thing. And then like, yeah, I was telling you earlier, like, mm. you know, then I had actually a friend like join in, you know, playing experimental cello. And like that really helped me get my confidence up because I wasn't alone on stage. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, the 2020 war happened where Azerbaijan just like straight up invaded Artsakh in mm. 2020, like in 44 days, like, uh, like really unprecedented brutality for that period i think like where like they had brand new um state-of-the-art weaponry um from israel and turkey yeah and they were brand new to the point where they hadn't even uh been tested in war right mm. like you know, i'm saying tested in war because that's the way that they think about it yeah it's like I mean, it's one way the israelis really think about it like it, yeah i mean like just the military industrial complex is mm. a global complex yeah. and that's just how they think about this shit like mm. it's fucking disgusting um, but yeah, like, uh, the Israeli Elbit Systems, um, Sky Striker suicide drone mm. was first, um, trialed in that war. Mm. Um, and that was actually, uh, I would say the predominant reason why they won that war because Armenia yeah. didn't have any drones and Azerbaijan had these brand new suicide drones. So like yeah. it, it, um, once it spots the target, it just, um, launches itself straight at it, you know, and it's got a muni- munition and it just like, uh, blasts, you know, yeah. really 
um, brutally. Um, and yeah, they were using that. They were using the Turkish Bayraktar TB2 drones, which were also not used before. Okay. That was also brand new. Um, also used to just destroy Armenian lives. Like fucking indigenous people getting bombed by brand new weapons, mm. you know? Um, uh, yeah, and that uh, TB2, the Bayraktar TB2 drone, ended up being bought by uh, Ukraine to defend itself against Russia, you know? So, like, this war that no one knows about <laughs> was, like, the theater th through which, like, uh, brand new state-of-the-art modern... Uh, warfare technology was advertised to the entire world yeah. and uh, caused a massive boom in stock prices for those companies. Um, Israel and Turkey were... Um, Turkey was actually assisting Azerbaijan mm. with, like, like materially assisting. Like, yeah. um, Azerbaijan also uh, hired a bunch of Syrian mercenaries that were jihadists in ISIS and had them <laughs> as, like, the cannon fodder, you know? Yeah. So, like, they were at the front, you know, while the Azeris were in the back. So, like, more Syrians were getting killed than Azeris. Um, and, yeah, in 44 days, uh, like... The war was over, a ceasefire was signed because Armenia just could not defend itself. Armenia was still using weapons from like the late 20th century, like these old like, you know, Kalashnikovs and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And like yeah, yeah. old Soviet HIMARS and all this. And like it's just impossible to defend, you know, trench warfare versus drone warfare mm. is not is not war. Well, it's 20th century against 21st century. Exactly, against... exactly. Like um, but yeah, I would love people to know more about this stuff. Um, so yeah, the track we're about to play is yeah. Our God is Nemesis. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, like this is the first time I'm singing in English because I put like a lot of references, a lot of like symbolism into my music that people just don't know about mm -hmm. um, because I don't write about it very often and it's all in Armenian and like it's all references to like Armenian history and culture. Yeah, um, It's from an anarchist lens. I'm an anarchist communist. Yeah. Um, but it's, um, yeah, like it's very specifically about this stuff because I'm trying to like get people to understand how this works and to actually extend their solidarity to Armenians. Mm. Um, and this track is the first time I'm doing it in English because I want to be understood now. I don't want to be, yeah. um, I don't want to have to go through this again where like just people, you know, I'm trying to like make art that's like waking people up to this stuff and like they just don't care. Um, and yeah, the the title is Our God is Nemesis. It's a reference to Operation Nemesis, which was um, a campaign launched in the first quarter of the 20th century, or first half of the 20th century, I should say, um, which was in retaliation to the Armenian Genocide of 1915, um, which claimed the lives of 1.5 million Armenians. Um, and uh, it was actually an Armenian Revolutionary Federation um, that at the time was actually, uh, you know, um, quite leftist, like quite anarchist and Marxist, but mm. um, eventually became just a nationalist kind of uh, political organization. But um, at the time, they were quite rad. And they, um, yeah, orchestrated the um, the assassination of all of the f uh, figureheads of the Ottoman state, the Turkish yeah. state at the time. Um and uh, successfully neutralized <laughs> every single one of them. Like, Fuck yeah. It was incredible. So um, this song is kind of like a testament to that, and it's a call to arms. Like, I want people to, like, really, like, actually do stuff, um, like, take risks or whatever, because um, mm. this shit isn't going to end. It's just going to accelerate until it, like, capitalism globally self-cannibalizes. Mm. And, like, we 
right now should be conditioning you know like how um that collapse goes because like it's it's going to be a nightmare and um it already is a nightmare and it's just the nightmare sort of revealing itself as it goes you know yeah anyway this is our god is nemesis by me blood of a pomegranate (laughs) very excited Uh, yeah, um, 
so that was Our God is Nemesis um, by myself. Blood uh, of a Pomegranate. Blood of a Pomegranate, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Amazing track. Yeah, uh-huh. so I just want to actually mention that um, that track is not going to be available online. Um, it's only going to be uh, on the uh, compilation tape. Um, so for no those just tuning off. in, um, is, uh, yeah, we're making a compilation tape um, called Noise for Artsakh. It's a bunch of local and international artists who are lending their musical talent to, um, yeah, raise awareness and uh, funding for uh, refugees displaced from Artsakh. Um, yeah, so that was my track. That was track three of the tape. And there's only going to be th- 15 copies of the tape, which we are auctioning on the 26th of November. So if you want to have access to this track, that's how you're going to get it. <laughs> yep. Uh, very exclusive. <laughs> yeah. Sorry for being a, ga- a gatekeeper, but like I'm trying to like get money for my people. No, come you know? on. Like, <laughs> this is, this is, um, no, and it's a great way of doing it. And look, you're getting a physical release. Yeah. I'm um, like, that is fucking cool. Like, yeah, I think like my album Seven Thousand Haunting Artsakh had like a physical release of five tapes. I've got um, one of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I like it's one of my. F- yeah. Oh my god, it's so different listening to it on tape. Like, I haven't even heard it. On just, tape. just like, just spiritually. Yeah, like, true. Um, it's just like the idea of having it on tape. I can't skip anything. Mm. I can't like. Mm-hmm. It is really. I. I. That, that's like the gold star in my collection. It's <laughs> cool. Um, so yeah, I definitely recommend, uh, listeners here. Uh, I know a lot of you Salam listeners like your experimental noise. Um, so this is a compilation that is extremely special and you'll have a, yeah, you, you can feel very special having it <laughs> and to an amazing cause going to all for armenia uh, a charity yeah going to a cause that the western mainstream media literally covered up to mm. save their asses because uh australia is actually like buying like tens of millions of dollars of um oil and natural gas from azerbaijan and that mm. is that number is actually going up how much we're buying from azerbaijan and uh the reason why azerbaijan is able to actually export more oil and natural gas is because russia is laundering through azerbaijan to bypass its sanctions oh yeah another um, little known fact that people should friggin know about the, the, I don't know. the, the whole <laughs> meme of like sanctioning russia and yeah. russia now being like russia's economy has actually been going up recently and it's because the sanctions aren't yeah. Uh, they're just like um they're complete like um like publicity stunts yeah, like um, yeah it's just like more spectacle to save face in the in like like in the presence of like genocidal wars being yeah. like you know waged at an increasing pace yeah i mean now that russia's like retreating out of all of its former colonies mm-hmm. uh we see the um, the tension rising up yeah between um because of their, their crappy because of the borders stalin drew mm-hmm. um just because he yeah so anyway <laughs> uh yeah so um what track do we have next um we have uh a track called a grain of sand in the grand scheme of things and this is by a musician named Otar, who is a fellow Armenian diasporan. Um, I think I think he's in Singapore at the moment. Yeah, um, uh, yeah he's making really beautiful, um, quite glitchy um, experimental music. Yeah. And I'm yeah, really stoked to have him on the um, on the lineup because uh, I yeah, 
very highly respect um, what he does. Yeah. Um, so uh, they, they told me about um, just on Instagram chatting. Mm-hmm. They told me a bit about it, and they describe that this song, a grain of sand in the grand scheme of all things. Um, piece reflects on the Armenian geopolitic, geopolitical mess and social cultural pressure, mm-hmm. disruptive infrastructures and self-destructive behaviors, internal and external colonization of land, and the blissful ignorance of the international organizations and people in power to overlook, deny, or neglect humanitarian crises and catastrophes, ethnic cleansing, genocide, and risk of all these factors resulting in to global-scale warfare. The oppressor are insignificant in the oppressor's eyes, distant and irrelevant. So, that's what yeah, that's amazing it. words. Um, obviously, very switched on, and mm. um, yeah, beautiful. Mm. Um, so, this song is um, yeah, a grain of sand in the grand scheme of things by Otar. <laughs> And you're listening to Salem Radio on 8.55 a.m. That last track was... Oh, it was um, uh, A Grain of Sand in the Grand Scheme of Things by Armenian diasporan um, experimental musician whose project name is Otar. If you want to find his music on... um, uh, You should actually follow him on Instagram. Mm. It's O-T-A-R... for the actual band name but on instagram it's like it's got a few more ars yeah it's like o-t-a-r-a-r-a-r-a-r-a-t-s yeah um well we'll be sure to we'll we'll promo everyone um yeah uh, all of the artists featured on the compilation yeah fully yeah like in the lead up to the um event we'll definitely be doing that um because yeah it's an absolutely amazing lineup and diverse yet like similar well how do i put it like 
it flows very well. Yeah, like, it flows really well, like through the tape. I think because like everyone's basically an experimental musician. <laughs> yeah, like, just like different kinds of experimental artists, like going from noise to like black metal to um, yeah, like just straight up like ambient or like even jungle. You know, mm, like yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, Hex Tape's song is a jungle banger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, the next song is uh, Drag Through and Tear by uh, another dear friend, Teeth Dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, she's an incredible noise artist. And this is kind of like a more of a ambient noise track. Mm. <laughs>
and you're listening to Slum Radio on 8.55 a.m. That last track was... That was Drag Through and Tear by Teeth Dreams, mm. um, a local noise artist who has contributed this beautiful song to a great cause. Um, this is part of a compilation tape called Noise for Arsach, and this is actually the world premiere of the tape, actually. <laughs> like, yeah, We're is. not hyping very well, but like this is the world premiere. Like No one's going to be able to hear this unless they have listened to this show or bought one of the very limited run of tapes that we're um, selling to raise funds for the refugees who have been displaced from their indigenous homelands in Artsakh, the Armenians um, of Artsakh. So, Mm. um, yeah, thank you, Teeth Dreams, um, for that beautiful track. Yeah, absolutely amazing. Um, And, yeah, for those of you just tuning in, this is all going to be released, all the cassettes are going to be released on the 26th of November as part of a fundraiser at Shopbound Yop. Uh, we are doing a bunch of stuff, uh, cooking, making art, and making music for uh, Artsakhi refugees uh, through the charity or for Armenia. Um, yeah, uh, what? And uh, yeah, what do we have next, Dick? Um, so the next song on the tape is a terrible knocking by Fish Slapper, Fish another Slapper. dear friend. <laughs> oh, I mean, huge shout out to, to Emma, one of yeah. my favorite people in the world. Yeah. Um, um, and it's uh, it's it's kind of like a low key kind of um, IDM track. This one, yeah. Um, well, um, Emma told me a bit of stuff about it. So it's um, the track is meant to capture a feeling of anxiety and paranoia. Uh, so a lot of the sounds that make up the soundscape were originally one-shot synth notes that had been time-stretched and digitally manipulated in MATLAB to sound like gunfire um, or a train carrying munitions. So it's, um, I'm trying to like you know, um, yeah, uh, portray, convey the, um, the the sounds of uh, oppression. If that makes sense. Like like the literal tools that people use, which I feel is like a. Um, a running theme in the in the compilation but yeah the sound sure. of something that's far away uh, a soundscape that evokes the fog of war paranoid doom and claustrophobia so anyway this is Fish Slapper <laughs>
And that last track was Fish Slapper, the legendary Fish Slapper, Darwin's yeah. number one <laughs> experimental noise musician. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, have you noticed like how many of the um, artists on this are trans? It's like yeah, I know. I <laughs> it's feel, like over I feel, over sixty percent, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm I'm trans baiting. <laughs> like, um, won't be the first time, but like, um, yeah, it's. I, I mean, uh, the the trans noise scene in, in Narm yeah. continuously blows me away. Like, yeah. uh, it's such an inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. But, um, no, I'm loving it. Like, the... Um, I mean, they've been the ones that have had the fucking courage to say some shit, you mm. know, and, like, do some shit. Like, how many, how many people from, like, non-marginalized backgrounds just, like, completely abandoned the cause yeah. do you know what i mean like just they saw that it was happening and didn't say or do anything now they're like posting about fucking palestine going mm. to the rallies and all this sort of shit like hypocrites yeah hypocrites <laughs> if you're against israel you got to be pro armenian liberation um you got to be anti-azerbaijan like azerbaijan is a, a genocidal dictatorship that is upheld by other genocidal dictatorships mm-hmm. yeah they work um, together uh, yeah, like Israel, like Mossad, like works through Azerbaijan. Mm-hmm. Like that's the whole point. Like Azerbaijan is the only country in the world, apart from Israel, that has an iron dome. Yeah, and um, Singapore, Singapore also. Oh, Singapore has. Yeah, one. Singapore. Yeah. When was that? When that uh, over. I don't know exactly what day, but, but it was like in the last couple of years. I reckon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. But um, no, yeah, like, like, really look at what behind um. What Erdogan is saying for the press, like like looking like the, um, you know, oh, we support the Palestinian people. We recall our ambassador to Israel. Why yeah. was the ambassador there in the first place? Think about that. Yeah. And, and also, those trade like, deals are still going on. Yeah. I mean, like the deals are increasing. They've been yeah. like increasing since 2019. Mm. Um, and also like Turkey supplies like 40% of Israel's petrol, like yeah. oil. Like it's just like... Yeah, like, you got to, like, look beyond the propaganda that, like, dictators say, you yeah. know, out loud. Like, like Turkey is currently committing genocide against Armenians and Kurds. Yeah. You know, Kurds. Zazas yeah. And, and, and the Assyrians. Lads, yeah. Yeah. Assyrians. And, like, everyone, like, you know, like, it's, I don't know. I, I want people to, like, wake up to this shit because yeah. it's just, like, anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, the next track is by local legend and uh, dear friend of both me and Jahan. That's how we uh, met, through Hextape. Yeah, <laughs> true, true, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all used to date, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I came true. up to pick up all of her stuff from your garage. Mm, yeah. Um, so um, yeah, this is this is a song by Hextape. Um, uh, she hasn't given us a song title yet, um, but the title of the file that she sent me was five so let's call this five dot wav yeah five dot wav um by hex tape yeah
And that last track was, well, from what we know, Five by Hextape. <laughs> yeah. Um, Place, placeholder title. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, maybe not. Who knows? But uh, I guess I have a bit of um, arrogance over it because uh, Bridget used my samples from, from Armenia when I was over there. Yeah. Uh, from when I was in the, the metro there uh, from Shengivat. Yeah. Um, almost getting it. Well, like, kind got got, like... Uh, detained by the police for like an hour or so. Um, it's so funny. And, you know, it, it's hard trying to explain to, to Soviet-era policemen, hey, I'm like a sound artist, so yeah. I'm like recording everyone. And yeah. Well, like, actually, I mean, I got into trouble for... Um, well, I hope I don't get banned from Armenia now. But like, yeah. <laughs> but, um, you won't be banned. Yeah, yeah, I'm joking. Yeah. Um, but... Um, yeah, uh, the, the metros are beautiful because it is like you know Soviet, um, Soviet kind of like architecture. Yeah, where you have to make things like the metro really beautiful to, yes. to try to like flex. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and took photos, and yeah, uh, life advice: don't if you're a dumb tourist, don't take photos in the metro uh, visibly in front of policemen. Because yeah, do it invisibly. Uh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, for sneak stuff. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, sorry, <laughs> sidelined, uh, <laughs> sidelined myself. But yeah, uh, Bridget used my samples from there. So yeah, anyway. it's beautiful samples. Yeah. Um. So yeah, thanks, Bridget. Thanks, Hextape. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout out to Hextape. And then the next track is uh, by uh, also a very underappreciated uh, experimental artist, um, someone named Jahan Khonlu. <laughs> oh, well, I'm blushing. Well, I need to have some more material out, but yeah. Yeah, you got to make some more music because this is really cool. Um, so Jahan, um, uh, he, yeah, uh, the song's called Illumination. Um, yeah. And it was using the Armenian samples, right? Yeah, so what, basically what I did was... Um, uh, I mean, of course, I love going to, to churches. Uh, I grew up going to Russian Orthodox churches and, and like, um, other types of churches. So I always loved sampling. That's how I learned how to field record. It's why I started field recording, was going to churches and just wanting to um, uh, save, archive the, the, the experience. And so I went to uh, a lot of churches around Armenia and... These samples come from, uh, it's called St. Gregory the Illuminator, and I called it Illumination 3D Printed, <laughs> because um, there's, a, there's, a, there's a series of modern churches designed by this architect, this Armenian architect called Artak Gulyan, who I love this stuff, like the kind of like minimalist, but it all looks 3D printed. And it's mostly churches. There, I went to the um, to the Yazidi temple in Armenia, 
which is the biggest Yazidi temple in the world. Yeah, I'm still yet to visit that. I've been you back. Have to go. I've been back twice. Mm. Um, I haven't even been to the Yazidi like um, region of Armenia. T- take take Jahan Armenia tour. Yeah, we, we, we go to the we go to the um, the Yazidi temple. That but is it's sick. designed by Artak Ulyan, who, okay, who also cool. designed this this church. And it's very big, it's very modernist, but it is really beautiful. Like, mm. um, and so I recorded it. Sometimes the recordings are a bit funny because I always have to move and people are looking at me. Mm. Um, and I look Armenian, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Um, yeah, so. Um, but anyway, yeah, I took, took some samples, um, kind of put some drones over it. And. Well, suddenly the, the track breaks into something else, which is a, a sample from a Gergards, uh, or Gerhard, outside Gergards. Yeah. Um, one of one of the most like beautiful experiences you can have is just going to Gergards. Yeah, Gerhard, you mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Gerhard, um, Gerhard's monastery. It's um, yeah, it's like uh, from the Middle Ages, um, a monastery carved by. Uh, basically like Christian communists before mm. communism was an ideology because <laughs> yeah. like they were just like they were bas- it was a hierarchical mm. you know um, uh, monastery but it was like they were like you know doing subsistence farming and yeah. like you know just building um, their own churches and like it's insane like the architecture is just ridiculous I don't even know like how many years it would have taken to make this Um, and having to do it in hiding to like escape from religious persecution um uh yes you know there is christian persecution uh don't believe what the right wing says about it though it's not because yeah um, it's not yeah that christian persecution yeah it's it's, not a replacement theory yeah it's not that um yeah i'm really really sick of seeing far right um (laughs) you know uh, charlatans like just like using the Armenian struggle to like uh, bolster their fascist ideology mm. it's just like you know like okay there's like one Armenian population that's like experiencing this not uh, sorry one Christian population is, is experiencing this but it's not because they're Christian it's yeah. because they want the land and the resources and they don't want a defiant population that's what it is <laughs> let's play um, yeah. yeah my track Illumination um, by Jahan Khonlu yeah
so that last track was um Jahan Khonlu me um and illumination 3D printed in reference to Saint Gregory the Illuminator and who actually converted Armenia from Zoroastrianism to yeah. <laughs> to Christianity so kind of funny meta reference but yeah. anyway I mean it was it, it wasn't that much of a move from Zoroastrianism to Christianity I don't think like Christianity was still um quite pagan influenced in mm. Armenia. Um, as you can see, if you go to Gerard Monastery, you see these pagan icons um, carved directly into the walls. And the church itself is carved directly into a mountain. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, And you see, like, you know, anthropomorphic beings, like, um, you know, uh, next to crucifixes. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, the next track. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, uh, just to refresh. Um, so this is... Uh, we're playing through this is the world debut of a compilation tape of local and international artists who are contributing their music for um a compilation tape called uh, noise for artsakh which is raising funds for artsakhti refugees who are just ethnically cleansed from indigenous armenian lands um using israeli weaponry mm. we yeah um guaranteed results if you want to ethnically cleanse yeah uh-huh. highly effective yeah um, yeah, so uh, the next track is going to be by another local artist. Um, this is a black metal track, and um, I'm very excited to have this on the tape because this is by um, a musician named Anocht. And um, the, um, the title of the track is in the Gaelic language. It's like Irish um, traditional language. And the name of the song is... Tar Agos Feak. Um, uh, so, yeah, uh, that's Anocht.
And that track was, let me see, um, Ta Egos Fea by Anocht, a uh, Gaelic uh, black metal, local black metal project. Absolutely love that. Um, yeah, thank you so much to Kirwan for um, contributing that. Um, yeah. I love, um, yeah, I love international solidarity. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, up the raw. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> for real. <laughs> and so I've quickly been told Tar Egos Fair, sorry if I'm butchering it, uh, translates as Common Sea, inspired by the movie of the same name and explores each person's capacity for great kindness and also barbaric cruelty, which, yeah, is pretty noble. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty accurate for these sorts of topics, I think. Exactly. Because, yeah. yeah, I think um, people have a certain idea of who they are and then um, uh, really horrible circumstances can shatter that when yeah. um, they end up doing something that they realize was horrible. Like, for example, all the Azeri soldiers that took their own lives after the 2020 war because mm -hmm. they couldn't live with what they did. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, probably going to be the same in Israel. Like Israeli oh. soldiers are probably oh, going to be taking their lives. Like if this, if the resistance is not successful, there's going to be so many fucking like just you know Israeli occupying uh, forces will be like dropping, and it'll probably be covered up um, yeah. as well. Um, anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, what song do we have next? Um, we have a song by um, another local black metal legend, um, Aloxylon, mm. um, a dear friend, Scott McClocky. Mm. They make music under the name um, Aloxylon, um, but they've got a bunch of other musical projects that are also um, quite well known around here. Um, uh, yeah, uh, a well dead a glance is you know um, their main project. I think yeah. um, just incredible musician. Really honored to have um, have Scott on the tape. Really beautiful. Yeah, I'm looking forward. I haven't listened to this one yet.
You're listening to Solemn Radio on 8.55 a.m. And that last track was? Um, that was a track by Eloxalon, um, who is a local black metal musician who has contributed very graciously this beautiful song um, to uh, contribute to the fundraiser cassette tape launch that we are doing um, on the 26th of November, um, which is part of uh, a broader fundraising event on the 26th. Um, at Shop Balnyop. Yeah, at Shop Balnyop. It, it's Victoria um, Street, Brunswick. Yeah, Victoria. Yeah, um, so, uh, yeah, thank you so much, Scott. Um, the next track is also, so we're playing the whole tape, basically. Yeah. Um, the next track is a song called Results by a local musician named Apparatic and... Um, yeah, so this is uh, someone named uh, Matt Barker. Um, he's been a, a staple of the um, local underground experimental scene for a very long time now, um, and his music is stunning. And um, yeah, yeah, they told me a bit about this track before we play it. Um, and uh, so, results is about the unfulfilled desire for resolution and the melancholic floating between intermediate states of being. In the light of historical, ongoing, and recent bullshit events, it is about doing your best to stay afloat and not drown in the wreck of humanity. I really like that term, wreck of humanity. Yeah. Um, the track was made on a modular synthesizer by manipulating recordings of suspended cymbals. The cymbals were struck with mallets and scraped with metal and hard stones. So, very much at home in this comp. <laughs> Thank you. 
And you were listening to Salam Radio, and that last track was Results by Aparetic. Yeah. Uh, beautiful track. That was the symbol work that was absolutely stunning. Yeah, I was actually lucky enough. Um, yeah, um, Matt, the musician behind this mm-hmm. project, was very gracious and allowed me to um, come into his house and uh, record those samples. So I use his samples, um, like the same ones that I used mm-hmm. in these ones. I mean, not the same ones, but the same instrument. I, I recorded it yeah. um, myself, and he, he recorded it better after when he got new microphones. <laughs> um, but yeah, a really amazing, beautiful tuned cymbal work there. Yeah. Um, um. Yeah, so uh, again, this is uh, a tape, a compilation tape that we're playing right now um, that is unreleased. All of these songs are only going to be available on a run of 15 tapes that we are going to be auctioning on the 26th of November at Shop Bound Yop on Victoria Street in Brunswick on the 26th of November. Um, And the next track We'll have, yeah, do come over. We'll have food, we'll have art on sale. There's something for everyone. Yeah. Um, so please come. Yeah. Doesn't matter your budget. You're going to be able to get something really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, okay. The next song is History Repeats Itself by another local legend, Serene Ailment, a dear friend, Lulu. Um, Lulu has been making incredible music. And um, yeah, yeah, I love everything she does. Uh, this song is another experimental noise piece. Mm. Um yeah, they mentioned it's uh, a source from an edited-down Zoom recording of a live show. So I love, yeah, some of the like live, yeah, um, the live energy. <laughs> yeah, totally.
And you're listening to Slam Radio on 8.55 a.m. And that was the latest track from uh, the exclusive Artsakhi, oh, Noise for Artsakh. Uh, that's being premiered now. Uh, what was the track name? Oh, the, the name of this track was History Repeats Itself mm-hmm. by Serene Ailment. Yeah. Local queer noise musician. Very cool. Um, thank you so much to Lulu. Um, aka serene element for contributing to this cause um, when so many people decided to look away and not do anything to it not do anything for it yeah, yeah mad respect to everyone on this tape so um, yeah uh, again this is a compilation tape of local and international experimental artists who are all contributing their um uh, unreleased material. None of these songs have been released except for what you're um, going to get when you get the tape, if you get the tape. Mm-hmm. And there's only going to be 15 copies of the tape. Um, not uh, for being more exclusive than necessary, but because we just don't have the capacity of making more. Um, yeah, yeah it, this is extremely grassroots, extremely DIY. Um, we're all a bunch of penniless radicals you know what i mean like um <laughs> that's all noise musicians <laughs> yeah a lot of noise musicians some black metal yeah. um some ebm some mm. jungle uh yeah it's pretty sick yeah um, oh, it's, a, it's, a, it's an amazing um yeah like, like the variety of tracks we've gone through yeah yeah the, the uniformity with them is totally absolutely stunning it like, flows really well and i literally just finished mastering it like mm. the minute that i left to come here oh <laughs> like, wow <laughs> um yeah, anyway, so the next one is a track by um, uh, another dear friend, Amamanita XXX Xanax Glassier. Um, I'm going to say it again for people to yeah. <laughs> actually get that name. Amamanita XXX Xanax Glassier. Um, this is my dear friend, Ray, and... Um, Everyone on this compilation tape is incredible, but I just really want to like shine a light on what Ray does because, um, yeah, like a lot of people who listen to my music, um, I don't think they actually listen to hers. And so much of my music is massively inspired by what she's doing, even though it's very different from what I'm doing. She is able to think outside of the box in a way that I think is extremely refreshing and quite radical in its presentation of music. Um, let alone her actual politics, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and this song's called Grief. Well, um, they told me before, um, just quickly, yeah, they, they said it's about grief, and um, they mentioned quickly that when you, you talk to them about the song, um, or about the compilation idea, they were going through a breakup, so uh, two, di- like two different forms of grief, kind of um, finding uniform, or like finding solidarity. Um and yeah the flute was recorded outside so it's a improvisation with birds <laughs> um yeah so anyway <laughs> sorry i thought i should just mention because they, they wrote a beautiful little thing yeah totally describing it <laughs>
And you're listening to Salam Radio on 8.55 a.m. That was, uh, I can never say their name. Uh, yeah, that was Amamanita Adzagzagzanex Glassier. Um, yeah, the, uh, it's it's a tough name to remember and to say. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, yeah, my dear friend Ray, who has um, graciously donated this beautiful track for the compilation tape that um, is coming out on the 26th of November, very limited run um, of 15 tapes, um, star-studded lineup um, of local and international radical artists. Mm. Um, yeah, it's it's very queer. It's very cool. <laughs> um, and it's also um, it's also a fundraiser for the Artsakhsi Armenians who were ethnically cleansed from our ancestral lands in Artsakh mm. um, not, not even a month ago. Um, following a, a ten-month uh, complete humanitarian blockade, um, uh, so yeah, uh, it's a very good cause. Please do come to the fundraiser event on the twenty-sixth of November. Um, it's going to be hosted at Shop Yop from three till six p.m. That's Shop Yop on the twenty-sixth. Three 26th. to nine, nine, nine p.m. It'll be going. Oh yeah, nine. Yeah, nine. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, um, three till nine p.m. Um, come after the rally. Um, the yeah. Palestine rally would, would, is, is probably going to be happening. Yeah. Um, they usually finish around two or three p.m. You, you're going to be hungry. Come over. It will be amazing food. We got uh, Armenian company. traditional foods. Yeah. Um, we got beautiful art and uh, clothing and sculptures and all sorts of stuff that's going to be auctioned. There's also going to be a raffle for. Um, uh, people who don't have quite as deep pockets, <laughs> um, and that's going to be amazing. It's prizes. still going to be incredible prizes. It's like you know, local like handmade jewelry and stuff. You know? Yeah, and y- I mean, uh, handmade jewelry. Taz is offering free haircuts. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it's a it's a, a beautiful community kind of connection. Like, yeah, totally. People are going to be offering great, like, yeah, yeah. It, it'll be a great time, and it'll be a fun hangout. Like, come hang out. Um, yeah, I mean, like we did this last year, and it, you know, it was very tiring, but it was a it was a great time. Like we had we had a yeah, and you learned about something because yeah, um, we gave a talk last year. We're gonna give a talk this year as well. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, uh, this year we're probably gonna have the talk a little bit better organized with like a projector and stuff. Yeah. and um, yeah, hopefully it can kind of make the situation a bit more real to you. And also, um, we're going to be. Uh, uh, exposing the complicity of the Australian government in this genocidal uh, war of aggression that Azerbaijan has launched against Armenia. Um, Azerbaijan's not going to stop with just ethnically cleansing Artsakh. It's already making territorial claims of, like, uh, Armenia proper. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to turn into another war. And next time I want to see people actually doing something because uh, it's... It's a horrible experience to be living as an immigrant in this country and seeing a genocidal war happen in your home country and nothing said or done about it. Um, Just uh, willful ignorance from a lot of people, Um, uh, non-willful ignorance from most Mm. people, but willful from from, uh, a lot of people too. Um, And yeah, uh, I really want to have people caring about what's going on in Armenia because, um, yeah... Uh, people don't realize that like uh, Armenian bodies are used as a testing grounds for Israeli and Turkish uh, weapons of modern warfare before they're sold for um, uh, like uh, oppressing Palestinians, oppressing um, 
marginalized ethnic communities in India, you know, or like in Everywhere. Ethiopia or like wherever, you know, like um, in Uzbekistan, Uzbekistan, yeah, um, the water wars yeah. that have already commenced. Um, yeah, it, it's insane. Like, yeah, these things are so interconnected, and that's why it is great when you know people come to the Palestinian rally. Uh, it's almost like I don't know. I don't know if it's right if, if I should use this term, but like pilling, red pilling, blue pilling, but like pilling people to how interconnected these these um, oppressive states are. Yeah, and this is further down the rabbit hole, but yeah, yeah. So please come. The yeah, like it's an important integral element of it that I think people need to know about, not just for the sake of Armenians, but the, for the sake of everyone, because. Mm-hmm. Because these things are interconnected and because capitalism is global and is currently going through its self-cannibalization, um, I think people, especially in the first world, like um, in very livable cities, you know, such as where we're broadcasting from today, uh, they don't realize that like the safety that they're enjoying is entirely off the back of genocide and displacement of ethnic communities, even if they give a acknowledgement of country. It's not that real to them. And it's going to become very real very soon um, if people don't start acting in solidarity. Like we're going through a collapse um, it's going to continue to accelerate through the collapse. And the people have a choice to make. Is it going to be collapse or revolution? And I think it should be revolution. Why should we just settle for collapse? Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, um, if we're going to revolt through the collapse of capitalism, which is certain by this point, um, and it's certain, you know, you, you can like look at like what uh, military generals and commanders uh um, writing about what this century is going to bring. Like, they're talking about it. They all talk about it explicitly, open for everyone to see. And I want people to realize that right now, we're in the calm before the storm. You're seeing what's happening in Armenia, seeing what's happening in Palestine, you're seeing what's happening in Rojava. Um, all of these things are going to be, uh, of, of course, Ukraine, all of these things are going to be um, accelerated amplified and made worse and without direct action and without upskilling ourselves to be effective revolutionaries um, and learning from the mistakes of the 20th century, we're basically destined for extinction if we don't do it. Um, So yeah, Yeah, come to the talk. We'll be talking about it in depth. You'll be around a lot of really cool people, a lot of radicals, um, a lot of internationalists, and we'll be spitting real facts on the 26th of November. and I guess, like, just the last thing, like, a lot of Salam listeners are obviously from, you know, the Middle East region, so-called Middle East region. So I want to sign off with... Uh, um, the headliner. Uh, yeah, the headliner <laughs> of the tape. Um, so the last track on the compilation tape um, releasing on the 26th of November is by a, a local musician named Yuboa. Um, a very dear friend, Zandra Metcalf, who I've actually been um, for the past two years or so uh, um, uh, working with her on her upcoming album, which is coming out early next year, um, which I'm very excited to have people finally hear because I think we um, really blew it out of the park. It um, It's a massive leap forward for <laughs> um, noise music in general, I yeah. think. Um, and yeah, uh, thank you so much to Zandra Metcalf for um, supporting the course for Artsakhsi Ar- Armenians. Thank you for all of the artists for contributing to this. Um, so this song is called Literal Hell by uh, Yuboa. Yuboa. <laughs>